Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is The Material Podcast, episode number 379. I am your host, Florence Zion, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Andy Anako. Hello, Flo. How are you? Hi, Andy. Um, okay, how am I? Uh, I'm going to be <laughs> completely honest and say that I feel awful, as you know. Um, but I want to be honest with everybody here that the reason that I feel awful is because I am... I'm finding that I have to push through some long COVID symptoms, which is what I'm pretty sure is happening with me Mm. because these are things that are sort of like out of the ordinary uh, in the crappy feelings that I feel. And it's kind of crappy. And I'm, I'm just bringing it up a, because, you know, we've been posting the podcast a little later in the weeks, uh, the last couple of weeks. And it's because who knew it'd be so much, having long COVID and everything else. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you could just have a headache every single day after work. Um, so that sucked. Also, did you know, by the way, you're you're not supposed to take Tylenol like every single day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, this. <laughs> there's, so this, this is why I have like all three kinds of like pain relievers like in my medicine cabinet. Because like I, I rarely, fortunately, I rarely need them. But it's like if sometimes if if like I I don't know if I like you know shank my ankle or something and I wind up like taking pain release for like three or four Yikes. days, I'll have to do the Google search of okay, which is the one that you probably don't want to take like four times a day for an entire week. Uh, right. I, know, I know that aspirin is definitely one that you don't want to be taking daily for for, for like ongoing stuff. Uh, and there's and then the, and then there was that episode of House where like they oh, wound God. up killing a major character because they gave them like ibuprofen I think when they shouldn't have and it basically knocked out her entire liver permanently. Why are you telling me this? This is like really terrible. I'm, I'm, encur- I'm encouraging I'm encouraging you to have a wide range of pain relievers even if you have to go to that shifty looking guy who like lives in that abandoned school bus. He's got he's got the stuff, man. And no nobody nobody <sighs> has ever like found anything wrong with opiates. It they just plain work. They're 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 the iPhone of painkillers, man. <laughs> Let's just say we wouldn't be doing a podcast. If audience, that were audience the case. I'm, I'm but being anyway, it, here. I'm, I've said that for comedic effect. Yeah, not we're all just unless you've been prescribed in which yeah. case be really, really careful even so about the opiates. Yeah. Uh I mean, but look, I, I am bringing up this because I just kinda want to normalize people talking about long COVID yeah, because absolutely. even though uh, President of the United States elect uh, Biden said that the pandemic is over. It's clearly no, he, not. He, he actually is um, the president. Let's just say that he is the president. Whatever. He, he was elected. Whatever. So, okay. I don't feel good, so I don't care right that's, now. No, that, that, that's, not, even, that's not the top. <laughs> that's not the top most priority. But you're right. That that was a damn odd thing for him to say. And one of those. It seems like every so every gross. president, like I think Obama was the only exception where there was never like at least one or two major things over the course of the administration where. Uh, it turns out that his staff was not aware that he was about to say that, and they had to say, ah, "Well, you know, uh, he was speaking. Uh, uh, he was speaking, and like, uh, what's what's that thing where it's not really the thing he's talking about, but he's not lying, and he's not like saying something stupid. Uh, he's using a metaphor. Yes, he's using a metaphor. He was painting us a word picture, is what he was doing. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, so we're, we're both. I mean, we're both going to be like in New York uh, next week for uh, for well, the, and for that's why that. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. is because of our impending um you know possible meetup i well, know we are meeting up that's definitely happening because i am definitely 
going to this event and we're definitely going to see each other there. But, uh, but I do think about like, cause Andy and I were talking seriously yesterday through Slack after I told him, sorry, but I've got a migraine again, a third day in a row, uh, that, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> please don't let me get a migraine next week. <laughs> I know. It's just like, I don't know. I guess I'm just asking for our listeners to kind of just send me good vibes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. No, that's, that, that's a, that's a I, I would thing. like to be able to like cover this event and just have like a normal chaotic work day <laughs> without pain, you know, you know, just exactly. There's, I mean, there, there's, there's enough in the best of circumstances when you have to fly 3000 miles from one coast to another coast to, for basically just like enough time to check into a hotel, recover from the flight, cover this event you have to cover, maybe get one dinner. If you get a, if you, unless there's a disaster with like the things you, you have to write or produce and then get one half night sleep before you fly back home again, under the best of circumstances, there are like four bricks in your backpack having like COVID, like long COVID on top of it. That's another three brick bricks in the backpack. So that's, there's a lot going on there. I'm I'm just yeah, see I'm I've, I've disappointed going. myself because I knew this was coming and I knew that like oh wow there's the brand there's the brand new like uh, a booster shot 2.0 that you that you should definitely be mm-hmm. getting and uh, and so I was oh yeah well you know I should definitely make sure I get that before like I travel or anything like that and I didn't really get around to like scheduling the appointment until just like, a couple of days ago and uh, I can get everything's taken out well yeah. no see the thing is I can get it I uh, I I will be taking I will be leaving home at oh my god o'clock on the morning of the event on Thursday, I can get an appointment for Tuesday and I don't, I don't, I'm not confident that's enough time to like recover from. No. Getting, yeah. I, I had, I have to say that I had a great time with all three of my shots where the only, I'm, I'm telling you the only bad effects I had were, yeah, my, yeah, my shoulder was a little bit sore and maybe there was some pain in the shoulder right. that I was wondering after three weeks, how long is my shoulder going to be sore? But I didn't, I didn't feel sick. I didn't feel under the weather at all. But nonetheless, that is, uh, that is a whole, that is a voluntary, like, see, the thing is you didn't volunteer to like have COVID or long COVID. The I idea of ice, if I, if I were feeling, if I were boarding that train at like 520 in the morning or whatever it is uh, on Thursday, feeling like the like like feeling like something that just got run over by a truck full of something nasty then i'll say you know what you had the option of not getting that you of saying ooh perhaps i should take like the take the an appointment like after i get back no andy you said you want to be even though probably anyway so so but but it's but it's examples like yours that are like every time that i'm a little bit like, uh, but do I have to put on a mask even though I'm just going grocery shopping? I'm not going to be within six feet of people. It's like, uh, but you have a, you have masks, Andy. Why not just put one on? Because it's still a thing. Friends of yours are still getting sick and they're still having lots of trouble. And you don't want to have an unforced error of this being so totally on your mind and walking past that like cookie jar full of like N95 masks that has been like on your counter by the door and saying, no, I could just dip my hand into there and walk out. No, but that's, that would take eight seconds of effort. You know? So thank you very much. This is very important that you're, you're talking about this sort of stuff. And we, all, we all hope that you're feeling better. Thank you. Um, well, I, you know, I guess I'm feeling good enough to watch TV. I'll <laughs> there you say go. that much. This, this is a good time um, to be, quote, I've, testing, unquote, a new streaming device. So say, I was actually, I'm, I was I'm actually passed thinking. out, but I'm also working. Yes. 
<laughs> no, I was totally thinking that as I was laying on the couch with a pillow because I was watching TV, but I was watching it with the closed captioning. <laughs> I wasn't listening to it because that's where I am today. Uh, but OK, I'm bringing this up because I do have the new uh, Google Chromecast HD or Chromecast with Google TV HD, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm testing it right now concurrently with the so-called 4K Chromecast with Google TV, which it's now called. Um <laughs> Virtually the same thing. They look I, yeah. look exactly alike. When I, I installed them to the back, they, I have the white one for the old, quote unquote, old version. By the way, the because I have a brand new remote, it's the same exact remote with the new Chromecast HD, um, I've noticed just how much the old Chromecast has yellowed. The buttons yeah. on the white variant are just... <laughs> my, see, my, lived in mine are mine are fortunately <laughs> like uh, maybe this is the difference between the chemical formulation of like your skin oils and my skin oils but mine have turned a little bit i also gray. have a child okay that's true so it could be any kind and, of and juices, we did get this of... chromecast while she was in babyhood yeah and it did go into her mouth uh, um i i can recall many instances where she was just Teething on the Chromecast remote uh, it for is, anybody it, who's you know, wondering. It does, it's not an Apple product. It has those wonderful soft round edges. There are no like hard it aluminum does. chamfered glass like touch, touch areas. Yeah, I see. I, I'm true. see. This is why like the twenty nine dollar price of the of the Chromecast HD kind of caught my eye because I have had this idea in my mind of saying that I what I should what I should do is I know that there isn't if the the remote is not held together with screws it certainly shouldn't be easy to remo- to take it apart and put it back together again I have tried scrubbing those two or three buttons clean with whatever cleaner outside it's not working so I thought I bet that if I, I could get out my my iFixit toolkit get out my spudger get out my stuff get this thing disassembled right. get at those two buttons put them in like peroxide uh, retro yes, bright peroxide and so there's mm-hmm. the, so it's 72 percent because i would like to try that even though it might risk breaking the remote but the other thing is i'm thinking is that if i if i'm going to take it apart anyway what i can do is i can like take like the the take the contact pad underneath that damn netflix button and like coat it with like nail polish or something so that the netflix button does absolutely nothing i can t- i can tell you that i push that 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 button gets pushed three times a month and in the past year or so that i've had this device i have never pushed it intentionally it's always been like i shift in bed and now instead of getting into i'm 43 minutes yes. into a great movie and now i hear and then you hear the boom. boom. Yes, exactly. And, and it's like you're just like, ugh, oh my god. I'm, I hate it. There's a. I mean, there's a. You can. You, there's. I. I was playing with an app, uh, a, a, a uh, an Android app that will let you basically take whatever button is on something and remap it to something else. And it was working fine because right. I would remap it to to Plex because at least there's a. At least when I accidentally press Plex, there's it would be like one out of the twelve times per day maybe that i'm actually selecting the plex the, the plex app but the problem the only problem with, and it's a great app and it does work but the only problem with it is that it doesn't it, it's not a persistent app it doesn't if you do, if it restarts itself for whatever reason like suddenly it doesn't work it's you have to basically relaunch it 
And it's like, I got, mm-hmm. kind of got tired of having to remember to relaunch it all the time. Because again, I'm the really, I'm just not in the habit of using these quick action buttons. I'm in the habit of going to the home screen and then navigating to Plex, navigating to Hulu, navigating to whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, imagine how much this, uh, there's, I think there was another headline in the news uh, yesterday about how an alarming percentage of Netflix subscribers in a poll said they intend to terminate their subscription by the end of the year. But that's not that's not as bad as saying that there is a button that is that is so that the idea of being in Netflix when I don't intend to be is such a horrific thing that I would much rather disable that button completely to never be able to quickly access Netflix than have this actually functioning and risk accidentally using it. That's not a good day if you are if, if, if my if my partner like was like an executive at Netflix, I would probably have to hide this information from her i would have to have like the 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 regular working remote and then the custom remote which i disabled the button just for my own use so 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 i'm excited about i'm excited about h the 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 chromecast hd because i feel as though if i screw this up it won't cost me 50 dollars to buy a box that has a replacement Mm -hmm. remote maybe i can get the 30 dollar version that has the exact same remote and and then yeah they really are the exact same thing everyone it's just one place 4k content up to and then one plays up to 1080p i don't pay for 4k uh youtube tv i don't have a 4k tv even in my living room like my my big 50 inch whatever i bought like eight years ago we are not um display heads in this family so we're just we're more into the content versus like how sharp it or you know deep the blacks are um so I'm perfectly fine with the $30 one. The nice thing about this is that it's going to be competing against some of the really, really affordable options at like Walmart and places where people will really end up like with some very slow hardware yeah. for that $20, $30 price point. I imagine this is going to go on sale a lot. I was thinking though, like what is going to happen to Google's streaming lineup because Yesterday, and we're going to talk about the Google search on event uh, in just a bit. But yesterday during that event, there was also an Amazon device showcase <laughs> that uh, some of the media was tuning in. I actually ended up covering that. And they announced a new Fire TV Cube. And we don't have that equivalent in the Google, like in the first party hardware. We have the NVIDIA Shield. That's not first party hardware. And so I'm kind of curious, like, if this is just them testing out the lower price. I'm just, yeah. I'm wondering if we're going to get a, an honest to God set top box. Although maybe not now that <laughs> the other piece of news we're covering. Yeah. They don't, they, they don't, inspired. they don't need a, yeah, exactly. And, and now plus, you don't need a hub. They don't need a hub. They well also because NVIDIA is doing such a good job with that anyway. I mean, I had a, on both our Mac break, uh, we're blessed to have like my really, really good friend, Alex Lindsay, who is like a professional mm-hmm. streamer. And I, I mean, like name, like a world leader. And he has probably been part of a team to live stream, like a, a speech or an event. Like he is, I, we were, I was, oh, I was joking, okay. I was joking with him because he like had to leave a show rarely happens, but it, ha- but it happened like a few weeks ago. We had to leave a show like in the middle. And and I just had to say, okay, I guess I guess London Bridge has fallen. Joking that, yeah, I guess the oh queen God. the queen must have recently died, and of course he's going to be live streaming the funeral, so he needs to take off from London right now. Uh, but see, but the thing, the times when we have like uh, our arguments, 
uh, always always very very positive ones uh, but like are when like uh, we were having a discussion about the apple tv like oh god it's like it's a hundred they're, they're charging like 150 dollars for this box that essentially it's a 50 dollar streaming device with a 100 dollar apple logo on it it basically does nothing and he's talking and he was talking from his point of his point of view about oh but the you know apple's gonna be poised to like do 120 120 frames per second and all these new hdr when they can do like live of uh, through apple t- apple tv plus and blah mm-hmm. blah blah and i was and i was just trying to like get through to him that I know that you think that this is a, it's essential that a streaming box can do 120 frames per second and whatever version of HDR is streaming that's going to be available in 2024. But most people, they, 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 they want the YouTube, they want the Netflix, they, they want the Hulu. And once those three icons are on accessible through a remote, so long as it doesn't look like utter garbage, so long as it looks like HD and it sounds pretty good they're fine with it it's like they're they're people who ha- there are people who can justify spending two thousand dollars for a really good tv and then there are the people who are like i want the best tv i can get for no more than 500 or 600 dollars and those people are me. puzzled but those are the people who are who are going into the apple store looking at like the 99 dollars price tag for the cheapest apple tv i think it's still 99 dollars. it might have gone down to 69 but and then like going like two doors down to say oh but here is a chromecast stick that does the exact same thing for less than half the price thank you very much google yeah i have to say andy it is i do love this part of the job i do love being able to just play with everything because i was just thinking about i have google tv downstairs i have fire tv in the living room i have a roku tv upstairs (laughs) yep (laughs) anyway uh before we get to the show anything you want to talk about what have you been up to uh, not much. This I, I think we'll have more of an opportunity to talk about this next week. But so I got the uh, I got the uh, iPhone 14 Pro. I got my review loaner in. So it's just, oh yeah, that's right. So so it's just like I do want to talk to you about that. We should we should do that. We'll talk, next we'll talk week, about actually. that next week. We'll talk. We'll, yeah. At the end at the end of this show, we'll talk about what we've got planned for next week's show. As we, just as we've been talking, just as we started the show in our little conversation pit by mm-hmm. talking about how we're trying to figure out how to navigate. Oh, at the time we're usually recording a show, we're both going to be traveling and both going to be trying to cover this event. Uh, so we'll fi- we figured out how we're gonna how we're gonna navigate that. We'll pr- we'll talk about that at the end of the show. But so next week will be a good opportunity to talk about these like pixel phone like adjacent things and one of the things that as, as sort of a t- this this will i will leave this as a tease uh but yes. yeah part, part of the fun is that uh, i don't i don't request apple hardware every single year i only try to request a loaner and it is a loaner it's not a gift i have to return it uh, uh i only request it when i feel as though there's been enough of a change in the hardware that i really do want to like have an immersive experience with it and so i'm also used because the loan apple again it's a loan you do have to return it but apple's loan periods go for like six months so i really am using yeah. this as an experience of let's make sure that we're not just spending a couple of weeks testing this out under certain situations and then writing or speaking about what we ever have to write or speak about. It's like, let's spend this as an opportunity to absolutely reevaluate. Hey, maybe do I want to switch back to iPhone next year? So there's a lot of, there, there's already like a Google doc, like on my, uh, my pixel six pro and on the, on this, uh, that I'm accessing both of them. This Every, is like choosing a prom date. It, mystery <laughs> date. Will this phone be a dream or a dud? So we can talk about that. So I'm very, very f- hyper-focused for the past two days on the difference between, oh, wow, this is a stupid way of doing things. Why did Apple do this when there's a, a so much better way of doing this like on Android? 
versus no, Andy, it's because you're comparing a phone that you've been using for two days with a phone that you've been using, actually an operating system you've been using for close to 10 years. Perhaps you should just, you should just, <sighs> you know, figure out what's just different for now. So we'll, 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 I'm we'll holding, get into trying to year. hold myself back. We, we got to, yeah, we got to save that for next week. Cause there's so much, there's so much to get into. Well, this week there's plenty to get into as well. Mm. Right. Uh, let's see what happened this week so far. Oh, well, like I said, we are going to talk about Stadia uh, <laughs> at the very end <laughs> of uh, this episode. But before that, we are going to talk all about the search on 2022 event. We'll go through the announcements there. What's going to be new in Google Maps, Google Search, Google this, Google that. We've got a good Googly show. Now, before we go to our first break, I just want to say. Going back to the beginning of this introduction of this podcast, I just need everybody to again send me the posy vibes because I am considering possibly going to an opera with Andy, which would be an absolute treat if we could make this happen. Yes, 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 yes. And so I need positive whatever you could put out there for me because I'm already like thinking about like what is a little more of a, than a business casual outfit that I can pack <laughs> and my little carry on so that I don't yeah. show up like a slob. It's it's almost it's almost like like we're at like uh, listeners thank you for your faith over the past uh, 379 episodes but it's it's almost like we're 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 offering like for three different faith pledge levels. Like we're at the minimum pledge level. We're hoping. I did just watch the Tammy Faye Baker movie. Yes. I will say with Jessica Chastain, it was incredible. Uh, we're hope. See, it's, so so we're hoping that everybody has enough uh, like good vibes to donate, just mm-hmm. so that like Flo gets through what she has help to do. Help us for build this new Gizmodo. center. <laughs> help us get these children into this. Now, I know that you all gave me $50 million for the Gulfstream G4 three years ago, but let's face it, it's three years later. And with all the vacations and all the uh, cosmetic treatments and all of the, well, all the, I'm um, oh, sorry, delivering Bibles mostly. If we were delivering Bibles at a place where you could get one of them butt lifts for at least 80% off what you would cost us here in Bel Air, so much the better. It was really just, it's all God's work, but that's a three year old plane. And let me tell you, the mini fridge there on that on that on that on that Gulf Stream. There's a reason why they called it a mini fridge because you can't. If you can get a cheese platter in there, you can get a vegetable or crudite platter. You cannot get both in there. And I know that you'd want me to have both cheese and vegetables as I'm delivering those Bibles, as well as those paintings that I'm putting in that Swiss, uh, Swiss uh, unlicensed depot. Uh, new plane is what I'm getting at. You know, I mean, if you're living in an apartment, you could switch down to a trailer. It's just Jesus would be in a trailer, not in an apartment. It's selfish of you to, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's just all I'm saying here. But so, okay. So that, that's the, int- that's the basic like uh, pledge level. If you have enough extra vibes to send, we would love it if you would send enough extra vibes that Flo is feeling well enough to at least grab a slice of cake together. It's at mm-hmm. one of several dessert places that I've circled uh, on on a Google map. And for our double diamond uh, pledge level, if she if you could basically play pray to whomever that you choose to pray to or whomever you have decided was not your 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 your, your bag, whatever it is that you believe. 
pulls that cosmic bow against that resonance string of positivity in the universe. If you could dip down into your well reservoirs of, 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 of potential there and make her feel so well that she can actually get through at least the first act uh, of Idiomeno, which is going to be on be produced uh, on through on that Thursday night. It's an hour and 10 minutes before the first intermission. It's a lot, it'd be too much to ask to say, make sure she's feeling good enough that she doesn't feel as though she needs to bolt after the first intervention. But if she could get, if she could just have that experience of, you know, of being able to hear one act of an opera at one of the most spectacular and wonderful locations inside of New York, we yeah. would be so ever. Now, if if this were, if this were evang- evangelical, we would be basically, and we'll send you like a prayer towel that I promise that I have prayed over and basically used for mm-hmm. my makeup after we we don't have the resources for that. We will send you virtual prayer towels if the if prayer towel is, is going to work for you. Correct. Uh, a virtual 10% off coupon at Subway Sandwiches or whatever it is that you, you that would sort of uh, show our support for you. It will be in the form of something virtual, but our gratitude. Actually, actually, no, we'll give you something even better than a fake prayer towel. We will give you a story about the next week, the week after that, about how much fun mm-hmm. it was to go to the opera together. It's so. even better. See? Sweeten the deal. Perfect. <laughs> Well, thank thank you, uh, Andy, for helping us get that message out. And I guess now it's time for us to take a break backstage. All right. So full disclosure, before we go into the full Google search on 2022 announcements, I did not get a chance to watch back the event. Andy did help us out with notes today, um, but I did get to read the heaping of blogs that were posted (laughs) on the search on landing page, which we are going to link to in the show notes if you want to go check those out. Um, And Andy, it really seems like Google is just trying its best to remind us why we go to google.com in the first place. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's like it's Normally, when you have like a big media event, it's like Apple showing off. Well, here's the here's the new iPhone, and yes, it's yes, it's PR, yes, it's marketing. But there's th- there are things they have to kind of show you in order to explain like why they think this is so cool. It's mm-hmm. we- it seems weird to have like a, a an event for search because it's not as oh now we're releasing search 13.0 no but search is just something where they keep adding and modifying and improving features this is the third year in a row they've done one of these events and i think it's just because they need to keep reminding people that no we didn't just we're not just improving like how much data we're scraping from you with every search that you do we are actually making it better and better and better so that you you keep being thankful for us that we're creating this really really great tool because let's face it if not for the fact that you realize that we're not just jerks who are like stealing personal information and turning it into ad revenue we are actually producing this google maps thing it's not something that simply existed for free that we decided to put our own label on we're actually we're actually developing this and it costs us money so yeah it's 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 and and to be to be frank it's nice to have as as much as this is absolutely a PR thing and a marketing thing. Sometimes it's valuable just to hear what a company has to say when they want to tell their own story that we're going to, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to, for instance, for this iPhone, I'm going to definitely form my own opinions of it. I'm going to test it out on my own, on my own basis, but it's good to start off with, let them tell their version of the story first so that I know here's what they had in mind. Here's what they think. Mm -hmm. Here's what the, here's the, the, here's what they're putting on the box that they think they can defend so that if it turns out that no, it doesn't shoot 12 K 400 frames per second augmented reality videos that well actually they never said it did they said that it was a really good camera and does facial to oh oh okay good point so perhaps i shouldn't zambast them for that 
It is worth noting that a lot of the announcements that were made were basically just re-announcements. Yeah. So remember Google I.O. happened back in May. And so we got a lot of a preview of what was coming. And then over the summer, we had a lot of small little blog posts that came out that would say like, hey, this feature is coming later this year. And so this event that just happened is the, hey, those features we told you that would come three months ago are actually coming yes. next month. Um, okay, but so, you know, I, I was, I was going <laughs> to say a positive thing about them because there was also like the Tesla had an event in which Elon Musk insisted oh, that, oh yeah, yeah, that humanoid robot, that's totally a thing we're absolutely making. It's, it's going to, oh, it's going to be ready real soon now. Uh, and like, oh, well, see, they announced things, but then they shipped them. But then I had to remember four years ago, they promised us that we could take pictures of our children in Little League on the other side of a chain link fence, and it could remove oh, that yeah, chain link right. fence. And it turns out that removing the chain link fence, that's still our problem, isn't it? Isn't it, mm -hmm. Sundar? Mm -hmm. I see Which is why we got to tear down those walls, exactly. Mr. Gorbachev. Um, Hello. Rest in Let peace, me introduce myself. My name is Truth. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Pachai. Your name is Power. Yes, I'm speak it's yeah. truth speaking to power. Sorry. So Google did kind of try and make it a little easy for us to understand by breaking up this event into kind of like five categories of sorts. So you could think about Google search is the search is its own entity there on the web. We've got Google Maps, uh, which includes maps on the web and on your phones. We've got food. Uh, like recipes and things of the nature, shopping, which has a lot to do with visual search, uh, because all of a sudden Google wants to like become a interactive catalog. Like yeah. they want me interact. They want they want me to go up to the freshly dressed honey in the women's bathroom and say to her, oh my God, girl, where did you get those boots? Can I take a picture of you <laughs> and look these up on the internet while we're here at intermission in the bathroom? <laughs> this is what Google wants me to do with their product, which in like, of course I'll do that. <laughs> like I, I did that, I've done that before, but the fact that they're telling me to do that now is bothering me. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't tell me. You know you're, what to do. Yeah, I mean you're you're right in that. A to lot get of, your product out there. A lot of this kind of kind of demonstrates like what they see as like possible like signs of weakness or points of vulnerability. That like when because when I want to start when point. I want to shop for something, I don't start a Google search because no, it's Nordstrom been, it, Rack. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's been, <laughs> yes. no, exactly. We, we, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Exactly. No, no, I go, I, I go, I start off on Amazon or I start off on, start off on eBay and partly, and partly it's Google's, well, maybe it's not Google's fault. I'm just saying that when you, when you use Google with any intent to maybe make a purchase somewhere there, there is like an $80 trillion industry of people who are trying to divert your search to whatever piece of scam and from flumery is. And yeah. so it's, so it's useless to me. So, so Google really puts a, a, a premium on, we want people to associate, Hey, I want to, I'm interested. I'm investigating buying something. I know I'll go to Google first. Or I'm, and I, but I won't, and I won't go to Amazon. I won't go to other places or gee, I'm, I'm looking to dine out someplace or find a restaurant or order some food. No, I'm not going to go to uh, to uh, TripAdvisor for travel stuff. No, I'm not going to uh, go to uh, restaurant review sites or uh, what's that? 
I can't believe I can't think of it. It's 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 because Yelp? I don't use Yelp. Thank you very much. It's Yelp is so useless to me that I don't use it anymore. So it took me a while to, to come up with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't but yeah, use it either. I don't. I don't. No. I'm, I'm not going to go to Yelp. I'm going to go to Google. 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 Google is mother. Google is father. Google has a wonderful plan for my life, and I shall trust myself to Google willingly. So yeah, this is this is. I why. use an Android phone. Isn't this enough for you people? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm literally Google's powering my smartphone of choice. Um, at this point. And now you want me to take pictures of the hot girl's boots in the bathroom. Like I, it's just yeah. a lot. It's a lot. Um, I do, I guess let's, let's talk first. So we kind of already gave away the food and the, the shopping stuff has to do with visual search. So the idea is you use Google lens, you use an image search of sorts, you go and the machine finds things that you need. This was a feature that was mostly announced the, over the summer. It's just finally rolling out. Um, my understanding is that it's not going to be fully rolled out until like October sometime. Yeah. So just something to keep yeah. in mind. There, there are a lot of like caveats to like some the announcements here where number one, is it rolling out now or is it something that's going to be released later? So some of the most, or actually one of the most interesting and valuable features is slated to sometime early next year, which is not exactly imminent. And the other question is actually three questions. The second question too is, is it going to be available wherever you do search or maps, or is it only going to be available on, uh, on the mobile apps? And then question three, which is a kick in the butt for those of us who have Android phones, is it going to come out to the iOS and Android apps at the same time, or is it going to come to iOS First, which is something yeah. that happens a lot more often than I would like, yeah. considering which logo is embossed on the back of my $1,000 phone. Yeah, it, that's um, a good point. We'll go ahead and just mention the fact that there is a new uh, Google search feature that is coming to iOS first, and it's in the Google app. So it's the Google app that you download from the App Store. I tried to recreate it the other day, um, but for whatever reason, it I didn't get it. and But for what it's worth, I'm running iOS 16 beta 3. 16.1 beta 3. Um, so maybe some things don't work because of that exclusivity. I don't know. Out of the bleeding Look edge. Me, pretending to know about iOS. Fighting the um, fights no, I do know about iOS. Person, yeah. I am an expert. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So let's talk about the TikTokification yes. of some of the news that came out yesterday, because I noticed that a couple of outlets went with that headline to sort of like grab people. And remember, we've talked about it here on Material Podcast that TikTok is eating Google's lunch in terms of search. The younger generations, because I'm talking like that now, <laughs> they are finding uh, that when they're looking for something specific, in a video format, they will go to TikTok before going to Google, which of course is causing Google worry because that means they're not the first destination for this up and coming generation of users. And the less those users think about Google as the first place, then the more that kind of catches on and gets like normalized, you know, amongst others. And so that's a scary thing for Google's bottom line. But I don't know if adding like more results within results is going yeah. to necessarily fix the issue. Yeah, it's uh, and before people get super super worried, this isn't as though they're turning the entire app into a they're they're changing the experience, they're changing This is the not interface. Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> it's a what so what's happening is I think I think the TikTokification of search is a, actually very very apt even though everyone was using the exact same thing because yeah. it, for in certain circumstances when 
search Google search can come feels as though gee you're asking the example you were using was a, 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 a major uh, old city in Mexico uh, and so well look do people do people want to know geographical information are they traveling there do they want news about it so there there has to be like a lot of like uh, there's a homolog a, 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 homologation of a lot of different like pictures yeah. and videos and weather and stuff like that. And rather than present it in the form of the same, like frankly, frumpy looking like uh, 2010, 2008 sort of like uh, vi- uh, web web page video interface uh, on mobile, it will be a very TikTok-y sort of modern sort of interface that doesn't necessarily push aside the results that you're looking for, but it makes sure that, it's giving you a breadth of results from a breadth of sources in a way that is visually appealing. And yeah. And I do think that a lot of it is just, it's, it's not only is it relevant to present information in that way under those circumstances, but yeah, why not make it look less frumpy, especially on a, on a, on a 2022 like phone that where every app looks just like a polished diamond to have a list, a, a list of text with some, some things in a different color representing a hyperlink and a bar maybe of like alternative like very web one yeah exactly (laughs) i mean it's there there are ways to do it better and there's also ways to which yeah i just want to say which is funny because if you go on tiktok you can totally find web one vibes get your asmr on with some (laughs) old school computer visuals um yeah i'm on that algorithm the other thing just to mention here now, if you go for a Google search, you'll get some Reddit results, which finally. That's nice. That's yeah. great. I mean, that's they should have been indexing that stuff anyway, because that's how I would always go. I would go, Reddit, what is wrong with my Samsung phone? <laughs> to go see what people were complaining about. Um, that's how I find out if stuff is going wrong. Yeah. It's, it's uh, nice. Let's so, but, see. But stuff that comes in the form of there's going to be like a new module like uh, called discussions and forums that will pull specifically search results from Reddit, Quora, right. discussion for even discussion forums like on car sites and stuff like that. I, again, that that is the idea. It's it really does illustrate that their their strategic goal is to make sure that you still. Go to Google first. I know that you you might think, "Hey, I'll go. I, I have a question about how to fix this problem. I'll, I, I'll if it's a I'll, to find user experience, I will go on Reddit to do that." No, 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 no. Still do a Google search. We will find it for you on Reddit. We'll present it as a Reddit solution. Please, please, mm, please, still true. use us as your first as your concierge to the rest of the web because. All of our money, (laughs) the way we make money is a complex sequence of financial and digital and technological interactions that somehow begins with you typing into a Google search box. And we don't want to break you of that habit. Well, I'm going to tell you that one habit I don't know if I'll get into is clicking on the curated collection of uh, health results that sprout up if you're looking for something on Google search. We hope we that habit, yes. It's a it's a great, yeah, it's a great so feature though. Yeah. It is sure. Yes, it's a great feature in the sense that it helps you find like additional content. So what we're talking about specifically is that one of the new search features what it does is that it um okay, so let's say you're looking you recently got diagnosed with diabetes, type 1 diabetes. So you go to Google and you type that in and Google will not only return information about obviously type 1 diabetes from like Healthline, Mayo Clinic, etc., but it's also You know, it'll also bring you like a YouTube video that from somebody who recently got diagnosed and figure out, you know, some lifestyle changes, like here's some things that helped. But 
I feel dubious about this because of the dubious nature of YouTube, which is that how are you pre-scanning for all the content in that YouTube video to ensure, you know, and also who's the person in that YouTube video? Like, are they donors to a political party that I don't endorse? Like, <laughs> that is, and I'm being sincere here. Yeah, like, no, exactly. I don't really want diabetes advice from <laughs> from the from the my pillow person guy. Yeah, that exactly. I don't align with. Yeah. Uh, you know, psychologically, and I know that sound like daft what I'm saying, yeah. but let's all be honest. That's how we think. I, I do. I do. Humans. Have, I, I obviously had some follow up questions to Google about that that have not been answered yet. I have. I've. I've. I've done the. I've done the level one, which is okay. We'll, we always start with press at google.com, and then when I don't get any response yeah. there, then I figure out okay, who do I who do I talk to directly so I can say that well, I'm only bothered. I'm only uh, so anyway. Uh, so. The impression that I got from all the information that I have so far is that it's not going to be like a, an algorithmic sort of response. It's going to be uh, that for certain queries that Google has specifically pre-selected, they will steer you towards content that they also have specifically so pre-selected. Okay. The story a little editorialized, exactly. a tiny bit, on, tiny, on, tiny. Bit. On the on the Google on so on the Google Health uh, page, the the Google Health blog that. I, I first encountered this feature on they actually tell the story about how this specific feature was exactly uh, engineered by experience with a Googler who was in exactly that situation where it was like I, it's valuable to get as you say uh, information from the Mayo Clinic it's false good here is here are some uh, here's how your diet should change. Here is how to. Uh, here, here is here is what your normal ranges of insulin should be. Here is how to administer insulin. Mm -hmm. Here is when we should do an emergencies. But also, I just want to connect with another human being who has survived this. Like the the, the example is uh, people who are undergoing cancer treatments. I want to know: is this something that is going to dominate my life, or is it going to take over my life? And should I be? You know, what What did you do when you when you uh, went for a course of chemotherapy and it didn't seem to do the job and you have to go to the next level of whatever. How did you deal with that? How are you making these decisions? And it was a Googler who was unfortunately uh, ultimately passed away uh, of, of cancer, but it really did get the team thinking about that is a valuable thing that we need to be able to, this is this, if, if we are really presenting ourselves as here's our, you are Google, a Google search bar is your first stop as a con as the concierge to the entire internet. We have an option. We have a responsibility to make sure the people in that situation are finding the information they want, not something mm -hmm. that an algorithm thinks is going to work and an algorithm that could be gamed mm -hmm. by people who just want to, again, the MyPillow guy who wants to sell you, you know, <sighs> capsules filled with bleach or whatever or, or prayer towels or whatever. Yeah. You know? um, okay. Last little bit here for search is results about you. This was another really big thing that came out from this event. Um, and this was something that was pre-announced to us at Google IO. We kind of knew that this was coming. What we got at the search on event was a little more information about what you should expect as a user of it. Let's just put it that way. So basically what it does is this feature gives you a little more control over your personal information that appears in Google searches, and it gives you tools for removing those things. Um, this includes personal contact info. Uh, if there's contact info somewhere posted, uh, you know, with the intent of harming you, uh, any other personal info that might be identifying, uh, any illegal information, any outdated information. 
And, um, you know, Google hopes ultimately that this is going to be something that's user friendly, that people can just like feel like, oh, crap, it's Saturday morning and I'm realizing I don't like what this is happening here. Let me go like reach out to Google. But um, the but I have some questions about it. Okay, I still have questions about this because like on the surface, it's like, oh, that's great. I'm so glad like Google's giving me a pipeline so I can take care of this thing. Oh, my God, this is exactly what I want. But where does the information go? Like, does it get scrubbed completely from the search engine or is it just getting pushed furthest down as it possibly can? And the problem with that last scenario is that it means that piece of data still exists somewhere in a binary deep below. And that to me is worrisome. Yeah. That to me is worrisome. I'm 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 sure we'll, I'm sure we'll find so, out more about it. My my understanding yeah. is that it will simply if it's not a it's not a like a turnkey operation where you say oh this thing this the thing has my phone number in it I don't want my phone number in it click and it's gone from search and from Google search results it really is like you have to this is Google has always given you this ability but the interface for it has been like a web page deep in the support page and a, what seems like a very bureaucratic process that like mm-hmm. most bureaucratic processes seems to be uh designed to prolong something and make something more difficult as opposed to solve a problem for you and if it turns and if you discover that oh well your spouse uh your your ex-spouse uh decided to start the uh, start a myspace uh, myspace a start to start leave it myspace leave it leave yeah, it exactly just start to start, start a blog about <laughs> about here and here's her here's her phone number and here's her new address and she used to be and here's pictures of her leaving like you that's a problem that you want solved immediately and this interface this results about you panel is more of a basically gives you the impression that Google wants to make this as quick as possible. And it is, it will still, it does still have to be reviewed. You can't simply say that, yeah, uh, it turned out that, uh, I was, I decided as a joke, as a joke to like, uh, put like a huge Confederate flag on the back of my truck and drive back and forth, uh, around a black lives matter. It was a joke. I mean, it was, it was just a joke. I think people understood it was a joke, but people might get the wrong impression. And so I really like this not to turn up in anybody's search results. No, they're going to say, yeah, you, (laughs) you no, no, we guess, guess what you're, you're going to have to deal with that. Uh, but again, there are others things, things I was thinking about, but as it's, it's a really important feature to, to, to have, I was wondering if it would extend to things like uh, if a, uh, if a, uh, a, a, a trans person wants to make sure that, look, my, my dead name should not exist out there mm-hmm. anymore. I don't want people to connect like my dead name to my real name. And so there's still a whole bunch of these uh, of these posts that simply refer to me uh, as, again, under my dead name. And I want that removed. Mm-hmm. That And that's I mean, that is a it's it's a traumatic thing for a lot of people. Uh, to have that that's the, that information still circulating uh, and so will will it, will it extend to things like that so but so this is a step in the right right direction i hope that it it works out that that basic features that that goes out in the google map excuse me in the mobile app starting today um but they they the the thing that really got me interested that really got me interested this this is the the feature that i i, I mentioned earlier that it's going to happen sometime early next year we're not going to mention mm-hmm. a month but we're working on this very interesting where 
you can actually sign up for a proactive alert. So you can say, look, anytime that like my name uh, appears or this information about me appears somewhere, uh, I yeah. want to, I, I, I don't want to have to do searches for it myself. Give me an alert that, hey, this information that you asked us to take, keep an eye on has popped up. What do you want to do with it? And it's not just simply like getting a Google News alert or anything like that. It's, uh, it's more proactive and supposed to be a more powerful feature. Um, basically, all they said about it was that it anytime that Google search, I think, indexes new information about you that includes private contact information. And they were very specific, saying private contact information. So this one narrow sort of area of information, you will just simply get an alert through your phone that, hey, this thing has happened. If you want to take action, here's, here's, here's the next step to do. Really curious to see how they implement that, how flexible it will be, how successful it's going to be. Uh, but it's it does it does show that this is this is why like every time I get into conversations about the differences between uh, like Facebook and Google, two companies that I think often get unfairly lumped in together with each other, uh, they mm-hmm. present they both present the same category of problems of their business is based on trying to violate as much as your privacy as they can get away with. But the thing is, I think that Google has Google has ethical barriers and bureaucratic barriers in it. And they, they have a soul. If such a thing can be said about a trillion, uh, about a trillion dollar company. Right. I mean, they, they say, look, yeah, I know, I know that we could embed a, a secret hidden brow- web browser inside one of our mobile apps so that when you're so as a way of getting around the security restrictions that Apple has put into, but you know, so that whenever oh, so, yeah. so whenever someone taps a link and they think they're going to like the phone's browser, they're actually going to our browser and we're actually watching every single thing that they do, including things that, that you've told us not to do, like that, which is of course what Facebook did with the Instagram app, and they're being sued, 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 sued. It's in the sued, news, sued, people. Uh, Google, I, I do think that Google would say, yeah, we could do that, but that's the difference between. Being naughty little boys and say no, the, we're we, we're just bastards if we do that, and we don't want we don't want to have you know, bastard 2012, 2023 on our resume on that light item because that's that <laughs> exactly. that's that's not that's not a good look for any of us. Uh, well, running a little short on time, but we still have a couple more things to get through. So uh, this next little bit, we're going to talk about some Google Maps, new features. Um, so there is a I did write about this for Gizmodo, and I will link. Uh, to it in the show notes. And the reason I want to link you to it, because I want you to tell me what you think of when you hear about a neighborhood, getting the vibe of a neighborhood. I'm going somebody somewhere and I need to get the vibe of the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely is a greeting. By the way, Andy and I are both white people saying this to each other. Yeah. Andy, I need to know what the vibe is of the neighborhood. I should use Google Maps to go look up the vibe of the neighborhood I'm going to in the big inner city. Okay. Actually, I didn't think of it that way, but. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly how I thought of it when I first read it. How how urban is this area where I'm thinking about booking a hotel? Because I've nothing against (laughs) urban areas. I mean, I love urban areas. Uh, I've had urban areas at my house more than once, but I just want to know how urban. To Google's, I guess, credit, they didn't put it out in the way that I had interpreted it. They put it out in the way that like, hey, like check out what restaurants are in the area. If you're going to Paris and you want to go where all the best baguettes are, then you can look for the best baguettes using Google Maps and maybe get some spherical (laughs) aerial views of the... Eiffel Tower, which is like, okay, yes, 
this is what I was using Google Maps for all this time. I was going yeah. to go see like, okay, if I get off at the transit uh, stop, if I get out with my luggage, will it be easy for me to take my luggage? Like, do I have to go downstairs? Is there an elevator? Like I've used Street View to predetermine my journey in in a way to keep myself safe, to keep so that I knew what to like be aware of because it helps reduce your anxiety when you're traveling. But the way this is like put together just screams it could turn problematic. So one of the other new features is that um, neighborhood vibe in particular, what it does is it basically surfaces local guides in Google Maps, which Google has really been shifting to putting a focus on like user generated reviews. And so every time you log into Google Maps now, yes, you get the main map, but then below it, you can just like keep swiping and then you'll get all of like, Oh, the hamburger place that's like down the street from my house. Here's what Susie Q had to say about it, who yeah. like lives three doors down and has a Google account. I can understand how this would be really helpful for somebody who is going somewhere new in, let's say, San Francisco, which is one of the first places that uh, this is going to roll out. Actually, no, I'm thinking about the spherical view. We'll get into spherical aerial, whatever view in a second. This is neighborhood vibe. Um, I can see this going badly in some parts of the world. Okay. I could see already. If you go read some of the comments at certain articles, cause I don't want to just like pinpoint anything out there. You will already see people making like bad jokes about like using this to go like visit the tenderloin. It's <laughs> like, listen, the tenderloin has been that way always. And, but like, do you see what I mean? Yeah. Everyone like, do you see what I'm getting at? What neighborhood vibe seems like to me in my mind. It, it, it seems like it could definitely <laughs> so, go that way. See, my, see, my, I, it's easy to make fun of a feature that we're not making this up. This wasn't like when we, when we, when I refer to like the TikTokification of search, like, no, they, Google. This is called Neighborhood Vibe. Exactly. A company with lots of resources thought about all the a options. A company based in California named this. Exactly. And and again, it's it's just it's screaming like people, people like if, if this if this were like a if this were like a, a YouTube channel that we were doing, we would have to be we would make ample use of the of the hello fellow kid how are you doing fellow kids gif mm-hmm. from from uh, Thirty Rock, uh, but and uh, but as I kept looking at it, kept thinking about it, it occurred to me that it's really hard to pick a good name for this feature because it does something important but very very vague. Like if I'm, yeah. like if I, if, if I'm in a, if I'm in a city or even, even if I'm in New York, which I've been to several times and I'm thinking about, Hey, let's, I, I want to get some, uh, let, let's find a good place for Flo and I to meet up and hopefully we'll be able to mm-hmm. get a cake, like something like a bakery sort of place. Like I do want to know the vibe of the neighborhood and we're not talking about safety. We want to talk about, okay, is it a place where, uh, what I'm looking for, what I'm hoping we for can is sit outside. Like, what I'm hoping for is like a, a a bakery that's like 30 or 40 or 50 years old. That is a bakery that maybe has some tables to it in a neighborhood that mm-hmm. is very walkable, has some kind of cool, funky, funky things right. about it. Not like, cars driving through it. Right. And not like, no, this is like the patisserie attached to the $80,000 a plate restaurant. Uh, it's, it's like, and if, and if I, and if I want to like meet someone to Hey, let's find a, like a, a I feel like going to like a pub food, like a pub environment. Like, mm-hmm. again, is this, is this a neighborhood that has like quaint little pubs 
where people can come in and get a drink and maybe some tapas or stuff like that? Or is it like, okay, well, this sports bar is for people who like the freaking Patriots. Now, if you want to watch the freaking Celtics, oh you want to go to the sports bar across the street. Now, but you don't, okay, you might want, Google Maps is going to tell you to take a shortcut through that alley, but let me tell you, like after people have been drinking for a couple hours, you don't want to walk through the alley because you know people are gonna you're gonna smell see, some stuff. See, I want to know t- that. Yeah. I yeah, and I would use the Google Maps feature probably for the, the same way I use Street View when I would go to Europe by myself, right? Because yeah. oh my god, how scary to like go to a continent, a brand new continent, not knowing all by yourself, and especially as a woman. <laughs> okay, I want to see how well lit. Or some pathways, like things like that. So, I I like neighborhood vibe for all this, but look, guys, the uh, the marketing of this name, yeah, and you know what people are going to use it for, like <sighs> they they have to demonstrate that they're Google has to demonstrate that they're aware of how this could be misused and misapplied, and make sure that it's not going to be yes. misused, and misapplied. They they, they yes. mentioned they mentioned that really is is based on as you said leveraging. Uh, all of the like user generated content, user generated con- contributions uh, bound to the to the mystical, which I contribute to. Yeah, exactly. I've, I I wish you know I would contribute more if my name were not attached to all of these things, because it's like I, I wish that, that I, w- I just rate. I I just yeah. rate stars and put my and upload my images. I never leave text. Because then it feels like I'm going into my job territory. But can't, but, but you know if you, I, mean? uh, we, I, I know we should move on, but like, is the, I haven't used, the thing is uh, I, I posted a couple of pictures from like a really interesting place and it, they were tagged like, oh, Indian Outgoes provided this, was visited on X date and here's the pictures he took here. Right. And like, I, I, do, I would be using this feature a lot because like if there are places that I enjoy or that I thought that, wow, I, I'm glad I found this place. I'd like to help other people find this place. But I don't want people, oh, let's let's take a look at all the places where Andy Anatko has been. Not, it's like Andy, just, I did not think about that. Just on a principle. Uh, not that I think that people are going to be stalking me, but like I – No, but oh my God. You know. You're right. And especially especially if it was, wow, this is <laughs> this is my favorite. It's like like in my, in my own <laughs> – see, and in my, no, in my own neighborhood, it's like there are places that are like, oh, wow, you should – there, uh, I, I get like yeah. a breakfast sandwich here almost every week, almost every Thursday. So, gee, I, I'm really, and I know the owners, and they're really, really nice. And I'd much, I'd, I'd like to be able to tell people, hey, here's how cool this is. Here are pictures of like the sandwich, this really cool sandwich. But I don't want people to say, oh, gee, Andy seems to like this neighborhood a lot. Maybe it's like, it just it crosses that line of my my ick level where it says I don't want the, I get it. I don't want I want people to know about this great hot spot that I like. I don't. I'm not even going to say that. Hey, I eat there every Thursday, but the fact that. Here's a here's a map of like everything that Andy Anatko seems to enjoy. It's like no, that's not really what I want to share. Let, let me let me post the picture. It's like you don't need my name attached to a picture. All you need is the picture that shows you here is what the sandwich looks like. Anyway, well, I guess the good news is that um, if you are interested in using this feature <laughs> uh, to find out me and Andy's favorite restaurants, you can you also use it in uh, Live View. And so what it's going to do, it's going to help you find like restaurants public bathrooms, ATMs, like just things that you might the might not be immediately obvious to the blind eye or whatever, naked eye, I don't know. Yeah. I don't that, know, that, I don't know. I'm running out of cool. words just, here to talk just, about these things. Just but like, yes. just lifting up to it's 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 the the live view feature that we've been using like in uh in the uh, directions feature of maps like all along where mm-hmm. I, I love the fact especially in New York where it's like I can't remember like which way I have to do I have to walk an entire block and see okay I was on 23rd street now I'm crossing 24th street 
okay, so I've been going north when I should have been going south. Like the, the, know, fact, I, that, the, the fact that I can hold up the, I, I, I want to get from here to here. I hold up the phone. It's giving yeah. me this big look dummy. Can you, can you see where this arrow is going? It's the, this big 3d arrow that's pointing down this street. That's the direction you want to go. So the, the fact that they've just now added that, not just as a directions feature, but also as a search feature. So I can just hold up my phone and we'll just simply annotate all the buildings in the neighborhood where, oh, well, that's mm-hmm. a Vietnamese restaurant. It's not a Cantonese restaurant. They're open. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they, they don't open until two, but they do have like a lot of four-star reviews. And they do seem to be like $2 signs in terms of money. So maybe it's something that a freelance journalist could actually visit. Yeah, that's, exactly. That, I will say that, that's how I want to use Vibe for saying basically pass fail. Can a freelance journalist conceivably eat here? Or should the freelance journalist just say, you know what? There, there's a Quiznos near the train station. Maybe you should just pick up some takeout. On Maybe I should go use the coupons I brought with me in my wallet. I'm not going to lie. I, I travel with Burger King coupons. You never know when you want that two for one chicken deal. Um, lastly, last bit on this is we're going to sustainability. Okay. Every tech company has some sort of scribe about how sustainable they're trying to be, how they're trying to like offset the climate change that they caused. Whatever. Um, but there were actually something that seemed a little useful on Google's end, uh, which is um, Google Maps directions is going to help. So it already helps you choose routes based on fuel economy, but now it's going to also do that for like people who do rideshare, uh, people who are drivers, or people who use Google Maps for like um, to deliver freight and things of the sort. And then there's a new shopping feature that actually includes a fuel cost calculator, which. I think would be really interesting to look at versus how much you pay like for Amazon prime, let's say <laughs> for like the shipping. Um, just cause I think about that sometimes I'm like, is this worth me going to Nordstrom rack and paying bridge toll? Cause I have to cross the bridge. I have to pay $7 to cross the bridge <laughs> yep. or should I just order it and pay shipping and wait for it to come from the warehouse? This is what this is supposed to help you with. I, I, I do think that this is like, uh, when we, we we I think we all have a good laugh over like the sustainability portion of every single tech like announcement and event. I, I do think that yeah. I like I, I like the I like the principle of saying, what if we are not saying, you know, I know that you want to give the planet a great big hug just as much as we do, and a way to show the planet you care is like no, it's like like you know you know like you're shopping for a car. Okay, well, like if you select a car that you're interested in, there will also be like a, a fuel mileage, a fuel economy calculator. So you can just tell us like how much many miles you drive. It'll tell you how much cost, how much it's going to cost for the fuel economy to pay a gas. If you want to save money on gas, like you'll be able to pick the based on the main gas. Like, okay, that that is helpful. That is something I'm just not that not that I'm not interested in. Right, I, I will I will write a thank you note to the planet on probably on non-recyclable paper that's had some sort of incredibly dangerous chemicals used in the dyeing and printing process but i'll right, leave that note right. leave it against a tree uh but it's i'm i really just care about with next time actually i, I don't have a car but like you know if i had a car and i'm gonna say okay actually i didn't i, I well i, I have two cars yeah. <laughs> so and i there's a lot of there's a lot going on over here. And I also have Amazon subscribe and save. So sure. what does that say about me? But in all sincerity, Google's uh goal was always to index the world's information and part of the world's information is being informed about like 
these things that <laughs> maybe they help maybe they help you decide hey if I take transit or not is it worth because sometimes transit can be really expensive if you take so many um also I didn't realize this I missed this in the news <laughs> but Andy picked it out for me which is that if you search for food you can actually uh figure out if it costs more to find the restaurant and place the order and get it delivered and how many greenhouse gases that would emit and let's say if you choose beef versus tofu like you can get all of these readouts yeah. I, i'm uh, you you think that we're joking about this because i thought i thought i can't it's it's i'm certainly Andy not had to send me screenshots and they exist they, they exist <laughs> I'm, I'm, and so you think that it's like oh well how much how much is going to cost for me to drive there and pick it up no no no. i'm saying that like oh look beef pho. I really interested in Vietnamese beef pho. and like, oh, here's the restaurant that nearby. Oh, look here, here's looks here's a picture of it. Here's the menu item, and here's a button where I can order it. And then you scroll a little bit further, and it will show you a breakdown of the ingredients and the greenhouse gases that were cost that was were involved in growing the lemongrass, in producing the beef, and bringing it to market. And it's like there is no way in hell I'm gonna say, gee, I was gonna have a delicious bowl of Vietnamese beef pho. But God, I've, I knew if I knew what how much I was sticking my thumb in the eye of Mother Earth, I I would never eat another another bowl of pho again. And it's it's like this is this is why like uh, I mean Flo and I have both been at this for a long time. Flo has the additional advantage of actually or advantage or disadvantage of actually living in the Bay Area, and the <laughs> but the, the there's a stereotype that has been persistent and it's terrible. It's the engineer who makes like two hundred and seventy. $3,000 a year at Google or Facebook or somewhere who is leaning back in their $1,500 Aeron chair saying, you know, I, I may look like a nerd, but I'm as much of a hippie as anybody else. And I feel as though it's the responsibility of technological leaders such as myself to use technology to help heal the planet. And by including this new greenhouse gas calculator for people who are searching for restaurants, I feel right. as though I'm just playing my part in saving the planet Earth. And this is the same person who, right after he posted that to their, their, that TikTok, was like throwing like full bags of like of, of French fries out the window of their Prius or whatever on their way to work. And it's like, okay, if you really think that this is technology, is not going to save. It's not going to save this. What's going to happen is electing government officials who are willing to actually prosecute and inflict pain on large corporations that are actually actively poisoning Correct. the planet. Don't I, I'm I'm gl I'm glad that I'm glad that recyclable paper straw is making you feel better. It's great. It's great. Every little bit helps, even if sometimes it helps in such a negligible way that one might question why you're even bothering. And if the cost of marketing, producing, packaging, and selling that paper straw far exceeds, but I'm get I'm being negative here. I'm being a negative Nelly. I'm being that Generation Xer who has to be, you know, sarcastic and judgmental about everything. Just don't listen to me and not care. And not, and not care. I, actually, no. I, I, I is with the secret to Gen, Gen X is that we get we get slapped with not caring about anything. <laughs> what we do care about is people knowing exactly how disinterested and dis and uninvolved we are. Correct. And that and Correct. also that we are no, one of the reasons why we're pulling apart from. Uh, standing back and just watching the world burn is that we know that everything is just bull anyway that there's no point to anything and that you all have just fallen into this whole trap that we have dodged 
by simply sitting <sighs> on the sofa and playing retro games instead of actually caring about things. That's a good time for us to take a break. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on my sofa right playing my vintage and television. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you probably heard about it if you're listening to this podcast. Stadia is no longer for this world. It's done. It's finished. It's finito. It is officially shutting down uh, mid-January 2023. And what's more, Andy, is that apparently we're all getting refunds. <laughs> Like that's the big kicker here, and so I was. I actually, um, I actually emailed. You know, I yeah, you got to email Google and <laughs> ask them for a statement and all that. And I did uh, email and ask about this particular. I'm like, is it, you guys going to refund like everything? And yes, they're they're going to refund everything, which means the copy of Elder Scrolls Online that I bought specifically to play on Stadia, which is an MMO, is going to get refunded to me. So I'm getting $60 back, baby. I'm getting $60 out of this. What are you getting? Can I just say that I know that I know that you said Elder Scrolls. I misheard it as Elder Squirrels. And suddenly I regret not <laughs> not being in on this Stadia thing because that sounds like a great, great game. And also, also congratulations, <laughs> congratulations to Google. After three years, they finally got people talking about Stadia. It's like they never achieved that while it was a going concern. But now it's all people can talk about right now. There, there is even I saw yeah. I, I saw a YouTube video as I was like looking at looking at this. The story just like came out today. They just announced it today, and so like I was I found out about it on a Reddit forum like shortly after it happened because someone had already posted a YouTube video about how angry they were because they got a Stadia tattoo and now this that Stadia tattoo is is isn't isn't is, now now it's just silly that I that I got this Stadia tattoo and I'm like. I'm going to be silent. I'm going to say, God love them <laughs> and continue my research, my, my research thing. Listen, if Pete Davidson can change the tattoos of all the women that he's been with, because apparently he gets tattoos all over himself all the time, then you can change a Stadia tattoo. Uh, but that being said, I hope you didn't get a Stadia tattoo because when it comes to cloud gaming services, although Google had the technology and I know that the blog post that they posted is very much about like, we ended up getting some great stuff out of this. Like that was the vibe, quote unquote, of the blog post. Um, and we did. We we ended up getting these this instant launch capability. Google showed us its cloud prowess. Google showed us what it could do if we let them do that and if we gave them money to do that. And I don't think that at its core, Stadia was a bad technology for Google to invest time in. I think what sucked is that Google is a technology company and they were trying to do a gaming industry thing. And the reason that it's not working for Google is because they didn't actually put any money into the actual gaming part of it. And so you have over here, you have NVIDIA GeForce Now, you have Xbox uh, Game Pass, which like the libraries between those two alone are phenomenal. And they're going exactly after the market of the people who would be playing this, which is Xbox users, PC gamers, um, the people that play games and Google was not going after them. It was just kind of like, Hey, yeah, we can do this thing with our technology. And isn't this great? And it's like, but you're not a brand that we associate with this. So why would we like trust you implicitly the way I'd yeah. rather trust Microsoft. And I do. Cause I have Xbox game pass. Right. <laughs> so I don't yeah. even have an Xbox. And I mean, and of course it's easy. It's easy for me to be sarcastic. It's, it's very easy. It's almost, almost impulse right now. Uh, 
But the, the fact of the matter you is- You are Gen X. Ex- indeed. <laughs> Whatever, if you say so. Uh, but but in, in, in three years ago, this was an interesting interesting endeavor for Google. Um, game streaming was and still is a very hot topic. Mm-hmm. The idea of, well, now that streaming technology is way, way greater than it was just a few years ago, we now have the possibility that instead of people investing in $500 game systems that have to be but probably get obsoleted every three years or so, uh, they can base and be, and instead of having to be locked to this one this one piece of hardware that's only like in your living room, what if people were able to buy AAA grade titles that they could just play on any streaming device, including their phones, where they're playing 4K 120 frame per second, uh, zero next to zero latency gaming on their on their, in their living rooms, yeah. but they're also playing it, the and same game. It was game. like that, yeah. And and I think a lot of it. So they were ready if the rest of the gaming industry and the people who are super into gaming decided to go that way. They just for reasons that I don't think that anybody could be responsible for predicting. They decided not to go that way. But I, th- I and I think that you really uh, you really got it when you say that like if anybody was gonna was gonna break this thing, it was going to be. Microsoft, it's going to be Sony, it's going to be people for whom the gaming community already has a relationship mm-hmm. with. You know, they already have they, these are the, this is the company that that ships Halo, that the, one of my favorite games. This is the company that ships the Xbox, is the sh- company that ships the, the PlayStation. I've been buying play, I'm not I'm I've never bought an Xbox or a PlayStation. I'm being, I'm in character here. I'm improving a character here, workshopping a character for you. But but you know, but you know but yeah, that what you said was exactly right. It's like if someone is going to experiment with, well, well what if I don't actually uh, what if I buy games and play them not on a box but actually on a gaming streaming service? I'm going to have that as part of my Xbox library. I'm going to be. I'm going to have that as part of my stream, my, my Steam library, and we'll see. And maybe just like Kindle, my Kindle books. I'm now. I'm speaking actually of me. Just like Kindle books was something that I did sort of on the side for uh-huh. books I didn't want to have to carry around with me when I travel and replace the entire system because it just became the way that I I, I got into uh, the way that I read books from that point onward. That could have happened. Just. Google was not the company to 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 slam dunk that one, and that's that's too bad. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean, I it it does it is part of the on it is it is the new crypt in the in the Google graveyard. Let's let's admit that. Yes, it does. Yeah, it, it, it won't it won't help people to think about how the, about the next time that Google comes up with a brand new idea that will in, require a certain amount of buy in on the part of the industry and consumers. It will not help Google make that sale, but. It was an it was an interesting endeavor, and like and like like they said in the press releases, it's they didn't say they didn't compare it to Google Wave, but it could be like one of those Google Wave projects where yes, that they're one of the first, the, the second or third of their eleven hundred messaging platforms was Google Wave, and it died after about a year or so, but. So much of what Google Wave introduced became features of other messaging platforms, became part of Google Search, became part of Google Translate. So hopefully we'll see uh, we'll see some of the good stuff from uh, from Stadia uh, uh, survive, even if that tattoo is probably maybe best lasered off. Unless it's in a very sensitive area, in which perhaps you should leave it on there, a to yeah. prevent more pain, and also as a warning for other people to say. It's not the Stadia tattoo that threw me on a fourth date. It was where he decided to have it applied. It's like in that context, he wants me to know that he's a streaming gamer. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want my kids to be 50% raised by someone like that. 
Well, I guess that all we could say about Stadia is that it's been streamlined. Sundar <laughs> streamlined it. That's it. That's it. I guess I'm. I, I guess I'll have to buy Elder Scrolls Online somewhere else. Again. And now I'm going to see if there. I bet. I bet there's so. I bet someone has thought of that and said, you know what? I'm going to make a game called Elder Scrolls. <laughs> and even if it's only f- four, three hours worth of fun, I think people will give me twenty dollars just to play a game called Elder Scrolls for three hours. Hey, I forked over fifteen bucks for that goose game. It was great. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome. Okay, so next week we've got a big event coming up. Um, our podcasting schedule is going to be a little interesting. So Andy and I are, I am landing in the East Coast at 5 p.m. on Wednesday. So Andy and I are going to try and do our usual Wednesday night recording. Um, God willing, everything goes <laughs> according to plan. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a special little like chit chat, pre-chat, pre-pixel event chat. You're going to hear the podcast after the event, but the whole point is uh, you get a little more of that Andean flow. And then when we come back the following week, we will have more than a lot to say about the event. Yeah, about the, exactly. About, about and we the will, we will have six, seen each other in person. Exactly. With again, with your thoughts so. and prayers, if they, if they, if they arrive as, as you are directing them, we will have stories about seeing an opera together. That would be cool. Yeah, exactly. At least eating cake together. Oh yeah, exactly. I don't. I will. I will. I'm, I'm proud of myself. The cake that I bought for the welcome back cake that I bought for you like uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, that that lasted more than four days, which is not a small which is not a small thing because I'm impressed. Yeah, I also also because I'm I, impressed. Yeah. I try and make it last a week. I know it's disgusting, but I don't care. I'll leave a cake in the fridge for a week and just go in there and spoon it yeah, in between. It's like. Meal. I keep. I see. The thing is, I tell. And I, I love fridge cake. Exactly. I, well, the thing is, I, like, when you have like just, it's just there. It's like I tell myself that it's okay to be this disgusting for like four or five days because, as again, if you look in, my, if you look in my pantry, if you look in my kitchen and in my in my fridge right now, I don't have ice cream. I don't have cookies. I don't have. I, I don't have anything. I don't keep sweet things inside the kitchen for exactly that reason because I don't want to simply you know be entitled to have by the way you're not disgusting for liking sweet things or eating sweet things i mean that like the truth is that when you eat that much it does make you feel yucky oh no no but (laughs) but it's like so it's it's so i'm just saying that i give myself license these like rare times those couple times a year when i feel as though it would be funny or a nice gesture or or a, a celebratory thing to have a cake that i will show someone on camera that they can't share with me because they are in a studio 3000 miles away and so and so yes there there were i will say there was one morning one glorious morning where i was in the kitchen i was i was hungry for breakfast so i was going to have breakfast and i was Boy. i was getting ready to just make my usual breakfast which is like bran flakes with almond milk and i mix it mm-hmm. in with uh, the the day the day you, you you realize how great adulthood is when you realize that wait a minute the reason why i don't like raisin bran is cuz they're chintzy with the raisins i can buy just like bare bran flakes and then buy like almond slivers and buy uh, like raisins and buy chocolate chips and basically mm-hmm. load this bury the thing in raisins put like a sprinkling Speaking of Speaking my language yeah exactly and so so i was about to do that and then i said I'm a grown up. I, I am not being supervised. I if I want to have cake for birthday cake for breakfast, I can have and, and Flo, dear listeners, that morning I cut myself a big hunk of cake. 
I'm happy. <laughs> and, and that, I had I'm happy that I could do that for you. That <laughs> oh, I'm happy too. That I'm, I'm happy too. <laughs> you, you 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 mentioned that sometimes you feel yucky. Like after I'm saying, no, I I felt great. I felt what what a wonderful life I lead. That that this there there would there would be medical no, contraindications fair. if I were doing this right regularly. But on this Saturday morning, Andy and Otko, it hits. The you are living the life. You you got it all figured out, man. <sighs> well, my friends thought it was very sweet that you got a cake. And I also obviously told you already that I thought it was very nice. I'm 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 glad it I'm glad it hit the spot for you because again, I was yeah. I was very it, well, I was, I'm saying it paid for itself. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm I was very glad that you're back. And I'm very glad that you continue to yeah. be back, even though even though you're feeling yes. yucky today that you it, you made it through. That was that was a gift for me that I and I appreciate oh, that gift. It's I feel the way I do because it's a policy failure. But <laughs> <laughs> Enough about me. Um, very quickly, we do want to remind you that if you'd like to see past show notes, uh, look at the other episodes we've done, or just get links to where we are on the web, you go to relay.fm slash material. That is our main home on uh, on the internet outside of your podcast app. Uh, if you'd like to go check that out. And of course, that'll give you a link to find out how to become a member of the Relay FM network, which is a great way to support not only us, but the other wonderful podcasts that are here with us on this network. We love this network so much. We were so happy. Um, by the way, we raised a, so much money wow. for St. Jude. Absolutely. Go check out our tally. Um, we... We had a really great fundraising month. Tomorrow's the last day of September. So it feels apt to kind of like remind everybody to just go just go check out that page one more time and see all the wonderful hard work that we It'll did put a big this last month raising face. money yeah. for childhood cancer. Thank you to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, until next week, everybody, we've got a fun next two weeks coming. So stay tuned, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back here in seven days. Oh, <laughs>